0: This is the Field of Streams Fantasy Baseball Podcast, brought to you by Fangraphs.
1: Hello and welcome to the Field of Streams Podcast for Tuesday, September 8th. I'm your host, Dylan Higgins, joined by my co-host, Brad Johnson. Brad, how are you doing this morning?
0: I'm doing pretty good. How about you?
1: I'm good. I'm good. I've survived Alaska. I'm back in the great Pacific Northwest. Uh, the, the continental Pacific Northwest, which I guess is also technically Alaska. You know what I mean. I'm back in Oregon. I'm back home. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, I'm back from my trip. Uh, how are you doing? How was your weekend?
0: Uh, it, it was good. A uh, nice three day, uh, break for my partner, not for me, because mm. I work six days a week, and that doesn't change with holidays. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: Uh, baseball does not take a rest during the season. I always feel that way, especially on like 4th of July. I'm like, oh no, there's tons of baseball on Fourth of July, oh, and yeah. does not take a break at all, but uh, yeah, well, we're not taking a break. We're still going five days a week uh this week, and for Tuesday, I'm got a big full slate of all evening games, pretty typical day, mm-hmm. no day baseball. um, Brad, where are you starting on Tuesday at catcher? What are you thinking?
0: uh, so the challenge today is there's just a ton of pitchers I like, and the what you're going to have to do about that is basically there's a couple guys you can stack against or you're going to have to target some guys who are actually pretty good pitchers and maybe have, you know, a bad matchup or a stadium that's a little friendly to hitters. Mm-hmm. Uh, so with that said, a uh, couple guys at the top of my list. Uh, Jonathan Lucroy is probably my favorite among the catchers. He's up against Adam Conley. Okay. Uh, lefty. Mm-hmm. Uh, matches up very favorably the game's actually in miami so probably not looking at home runs from Lucroy, but uh he's he's a good doubles hitter he seems to be back on track looks like his normal self again yeah Uh, have no reservations with using him anymore
1: yeah I, uh, we talked about on Monday about a number of catchers who are usually pretty good against lefties, but have struggled this year, mm-hmm. um, with lefties, which included like Salvador Perez who has been a mess right. against lefties or like Wilson Ramos, who's been a mess in general. Um, and Luke Roy is one of those also typically hits yes. lefties well and has not this year, but I agree. He's just been a lot better in general and I believe in him and I don't think Adam Conley very good. So. Um, at some point, you kind of want to trust the skills and trust the bigger track record than just what they've done in the bad side of a, the smaller side of a platoon, you know, in one year. So yeah,
0: especially with a guy like Lou dealt with a couple injuries. Uh, before the season, he had an injury, had a, came back, didn't look good at all, really mm-hmm. quite terrible. Had another injury, came back, looked quite terrible for a while. Uh, now is starting to uh, seem like his normal self again. I, I'm willing to put that all off on injuries.
1: Yeah yeah uh you just kinda gotta yeah believe the skills I'd say if with especially with Lucroy. I got to so good, so yeah, I like him uh at Conley. I have uh Brian McCann against Kevin Gosman Kevin Gosman's yep. been pretty cryptic and hard to figure out, but uh <laughs> you would think that McCann could do okay there, yeah,
0: yeah I, I like that description of gosman uh there's an upside. That's one of the guys I was kind of referencing as someone who's you know not a bad pitcher, uh, not someone I'd usually go out of my way to target. But uh, with Yankee Stadium in play, uh, he is cryptic, as you say. And then McCann's got some power. Uh, matchup looks good.
1: Yeah. Um. I just like McCann and Yankee Stadium. Typically, so oh, you yeah. do fine there. Um, location. <laughs> I didn't have any other obvious catchers. Russell Martin at Henry Owens, you'd think, but he's just been atrocious for, like, Mm -hmm. over a month now. He's very clearly hurt. He's made public comments about how he's playing through it, and showing up in the box score, he's been abysmal at the plate. So, typically, I'd like Russell Martin getting a lefty, and it's not insane, you know, for him to have a good game, but I would not bet on that. I'm staying away from Russell Martin until he shows serious, you know, turnarounds or something. Um, I have two sneaky picks. One of them's not that sneaky. It's Josh Fegley, cause he gets a lefty, and it's Scott Kazmier. Um, I love Josh Fegley getting a lefty. I don't know about Scott Casmere though. He's pretty good. It's not a great place to go. He could do okay, but, I, he's a pretty good pitcher. Um, and then, I've mentioned him before, and he's doing fine, in his small sample size, JP Aaron Sibia, is again, starts behind the plate for the Rays. Not every game, but you gotta make sure. He gets a lefty, and Matt Boyd, I'm going to pick a number of uh, Rays righties, but Aaron Sibby is one of them. He can <laughs> definitely go yard against the lefty, wouldn't you say?
0: <laughs> yeah, uh, he's still got that power, and... Uh that's all he's got. Yeah, all <laughs> he's had for a long time. <laughs> uh,
1: he's a very flawed baseball player. Make no doubts about it. But if I just need some points, I mean, Matt Boyd is doing nothing special for the Tigers. Giving up runs, giving up home runs. Aaron Subbia can run into one, and he, it's a sneaky pick at catcher. Not many people are going to take it. Uh, check and make sure he gets in the lineup. But but if he if he does, I could see kind of a, a dark horse option there, a, a less obvious pick. Um mm-hmm. Were there any other catchers that you liked?
0: Uh, a couple more you can consider if you have the money. Buster Posey, super hot right now, up against Chase Anderson. Mm-hmm. Uh, the matchup, uh, you know, there's there's nothing really to hold you back from using Posey. Again, you have to have the money for it. Yeah, uh, he's fairly expensive today. Yeah, he's not
1: getting a lefty, and he prefers lefties. But it's yeah. not like he can't hit righties. He'll be he, just. He fine. still
0: hits very well against righties. E- yeah. Even this year, the platoon splits are neutral, so uh, you know, not too much to worry about. Uh, yeah. I still divert to the <laughs> career numbers, though. Yeah. He'll and then, fine. uh, other guy I'd look at, uh, swihart has been very hot. Most of it's Bapip. Uh, still, uh, looking like he's starting to settle into the league, uh, starting to hit like we originally thought he would. Mm-hmm. And he's up against Ari Dickey. Uh, you never know what's going to happen when someone's facing Dickey. But, yeah. Uh, Swihart's worth uh, considering.
1: It's in Fenway. It should be fine. You know, yeah. I, I could see that for sure. There are runs to be had against Ari Dickey. Um, how about first base? What do you think then?
0: Uh, nice group of guys at first base today, even some uh, cheap options, I don't mind. Uh, top of the pile, uh, players like Edwin Encarnacion against Henry Owens, mm-hmm. uh, I think we're going to be talking about a lot of Blue Jays today.
1: Yeah. Uh, not Russell Martin, but a lot of the rest yeah. of the lineup.
0: Yeah, and even Russell Martin got his, his uh 15 seconds. Sure. And, uh, Miguel Cabrera against Erasmo Ramirez, Uh has been a little slow the last week or so. Mm-hmm. Uh, so... Uh, you know you're paying a lot for him you gotta make sure you're you're satisfied that he's healthy
1: yeah i looked into it a little bit and erasmo was a favorite on the show earlier in the season but i think he's running out of gas or the league's figuring out you know what he had going on or something but um more importantly he struggled more with righties than lefties this year Mm -hmm. he is right-handed but he had a bit of a backward split so even though uh you know, I would typically look for lefties. Uh, a lot of those righties in the Tigers lineup could do okay with him, I feel like, including Miggy, who, who's been cold, but I'm not that scared about righty on righty there, uh, especially for a guy that's been struggling. So, yep. Um, do you like any of these Phillies, including, like, uh, Ryan Howard getting, uh, the name is Ryan Weber, and yes. I had to go look up what's going on with Ryan Weber.
0: Right. Um, uh, Ryan Weber's a command and control type, mm-hmm. uh, not really much of a prospect at all, mm-hmm. uh, wasn't really on the radar entering no. the season.
1: And a uh, lot of his minor league experience was as a reliever, not yeah, even a full-time say, starter.
0: Uh, based on his usage in the minors, uh, going back several years even, uh, looks like a swing starter uh, more than, even than the minors, more than someone you trust as a regular rotation guy.
1: Yeah, so uh, the problem is gets the Phillies, and it's hard to find, you know, bats you love in the phillies lineup but ryan howard is another really flawed baseball player that's had his struggles but he could certainly produce you know he he still hits yeah. home runs sometimes so uh, and he can drive guys in and the top of the phillies lineup has a little bit of talent so i don't know it's not an obvious pick but you'd think ryan howard could do something against weber yeah
0: yeah, I mean, he's bashed 21 homers, got 72 RBIs. He's still doing classic Ryan Howard things, uh, mm-hmm. even as he declines. Uh, so there's, there's nothing wrong going with it. He's fairly cheap today. Mm-hmm. Uh, as you mentioned, games in Philadelphia, uh, matchup's fine. And, uh, we know that Weber's going with their strikes. We probably know that he's not going to miss too many bats. It seems mm-hmm. like a good matchup for Howard.
1: Yeah. Could be fine. It's hard to get real excited about Howard, but today would be a day to to consider. Um, Where else do you want on a first base?
0: I like the opposite side of the matchup, Freddie Freeman against Aaron Nola. Yeah. And Nola's a guy that I, I think is a pretty good pitcher. Mm-hmm. Uh, more of a mid-rotation guy. Uh, will occasionally get into trouble against good hitters uh, just by working over the plate. Yeah. And uh, th- I think that could be an issue he runs into with Freeman today if he's not careful enough.
1: I was talking about Freeman on Monday and how I like this matchup for Nola. I think he could do fine. The only scary bat in that Atlanta lineup is Freeman, and I think Freeman could do fine, but might hit some doubles and then get stranded himself at second base because I don't know who's going to drive him in. <laughs> uh, I do like Freeman. I think he could do okay, but there's just not a lot of support there. Uh Could be tough. Um Do you like Chris Davis getting Masahiro Tanaka in Yankee Stadium?
0: Yeah, that's one of the guys I wrote down. Uh, on a normal day, maybe I wouldn't have mentioned Davis against Tanaka, but uh, with all the pitchers available today, you're going to have to probably take a risk somewhere, and mm-hmm. uh, it doesn't come too much better than Yankee Stadium for a power lefty like Davis. Yeah,
1: he, he's he been doing just fine, you know, yeah. reestablishing himself as a top power producer, I feel like uh, he could do well. How about um David Ortiz getting Ari Dickey? You okay with that?
0: Yeah, that's another one that I don't mind. Uh, I'm starting to shy away from Ortiz and Fenway. I think maybe you know, it's a rough park for lefties in general. In the past, I've not worried about Ortiz, per se, mm-hmm. just because he is who he is. Mm-hmm. I- I'm starting to get to the point where I'm thinking maybe his age and you know, who he is as a player now uh, with his low bat pit profile doesn't line up as well for DFS purposes there.
1: Yeah, I, I could see that. He- he's definitely not as money in the bank as he was. Um, how about Eric Hosmer getting Kyle Gibson? Kyle Gibson, you know, looked like he might have been in line for a big second half, and that has not really materialized. You'd think Eric Hosmer could do fine there, right?
0: Yeah, Hosmer looks fine. Uh, Morales looks fine there, too. Yeah. Uh, I think he could go with the other guy.
1: Yep. They're not exciting, but they but right. could do just fine. Um, and then the last one I had was Prince Fielder and Mitch Moreland getting Tywan Walker, who's, uh... a lot of talent but can be inconsistent would you consider either of them in seattle
0: yeah i'd consider them Uh, as you mentioned uh walker's a uh inconsistent guy uh very fastball reliant and that can definitely work in a hitter's favor yeah uh, especially guys like Moreland and fielder Uh, i feel like Moreland's a guy really likes to sit on fastballs yeah so that uh, could really work in his favor
1: yep um any other first baseman for you
0: uh yeah, actually got a few. Uh, Brandon Belt's probably the one that I like the most of the remaining guys. Uh, okay, it's Chase Anderson. Sure. Uh, Belt's just having a, a strong season. Good power bat. Uh, middle of that. Uh giants lineup and then a good park for power today yeah
1: yeah and uh chase anderson who we love on this show we sponsor his baseball reference page (laughs) he's a he's cooled off in the second half unfortunately and i don't know if it's just miles on the arm and getting tired um we still think he's talented but uh sadly wouldn't go ahead and, and go against him he's been giving up you know some homers at times when he gets tired so uh i don't know the giants are just good at you know, putting runs together too. Right. So, and Brandon Belt's good. You're right.
0: Yeah, he, he's just a, a nice solid player. Yeah. Uh, t- tends to be underpriced on, uh, FanDuel and DraftKings. I find Brandon, uh, more so FanDuel.
1: Yeah, Brandon Belt just doesn't have the big homer total that's so flashy, right. gets a lot of attention, it makes him fly under the radar a little bit. But he produces at the plate, and he runs a little bit. So, yeah, that, that's yeah, a good if, value. I would agree.
0: If you can pick him when he's away, too, uh, AT&T Park's awful for left-handed power. So mm-hmm. that uh, saps a lot of his value when he's at home.
1: Yeah. Um, who else you got at first base?
0: Uh, don't mind Greg Bird against Kevin Gozeman. Um Just uh, another guy kind of picking Yankee Stadium. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's, he's starting well. Mark is out. Uh, seems to have some power. Uh, you know, not really a... A generational talent or anything, uh, not yeah. like a lot of these prospects that have come up. But uh, entered the lineup and is doing a good job.
1: Yeah, people like him. He's capable. I just, I don't see him as a thirty-five homer guy. You know, no,
0: no, not at maybe all. More be than 20 a twenty homer
1: guy. Yeah, exactly. Which is still something, but mm-hmm. it, it's not. Yeah, the new middle of the order slugger or anything. I would keep <laughs> expectations a bit in check for a guy who's who's talented, but don't go crazy. Um, anybody else for you at first base?
0: I have a mega punt. Jason Rogers against Adam Conley.
1: Oh, Uh, boy. It is a mega punt. You're right.
0: Sometimes Rogers gets in the lineup against lefties. You're going to have to pay attention. Uh, They do play Adam Lynn against lefties sometimes instead. Mm -hmm. Uh, Conley's the kind of guy they would just put Lynn in the lineup and not worry about it. Yeah. Uh, Rogers has some power. The stadium's not good for him, but he costs nothing. Yeah, That's the main factor. If you're trying to use Clayton Kershaw today, you might want to think about Rogers.
1: Um, I'm always really interested in those, uh, those mega punts, as you put it, and, and where to go real cheap. They can be sneaky. Obviously, I like Aaron Sibia, but, um, first base is just like the place I don't like to do it, you know? Oh,
0: yeah, no. <laughs> That's
1: the problem. Like, if you have a sneaky third baseman or a sneaky shortstop, like, you have my attention. First base is tricky. I'm not saying you can't, and I'm, and I don't have a lot of, like, data to support this feeling. Uh, but that, that tends to be my hunch, is I want somebody a little more money in the bank at first base, but there are definitely lineups where, uh, it can be built that way. So, it's worth bringing up. Um how about second base? Well, what do you like there?
0: Uh, th- pretty thin group at second base for me. Uh, Logan is probably my favorite against Matt Boyd.
1: Yes, yes, um, yes, yes.
0: After that, you know, it's just a couple guys that... <laughs> You know, don't have bad matchups. Uh, Ian Kinsler against Erasmo Ramirez. Yep. Go uh, panic against Chase Anderson. Uh, even Brock Holt against Ari Dickey. These are all just guys who, you know, might have good days. Uh, not really um, massive upside players.
1: Yeah. I I could see that. Um, I had, you know, Colton Wong would be fine. Uh, I wrote down Brett Lary against Scott Kazimer. He might be a okay. third baseman still. Might be second base, depends on your format. But uh, he likes to hit lefties for sure, but it's got Casimir. Again, I wrote some of these A's down, and I'm like, eh, hey, it'll be okay, it's it's not great. Um I do love Logan Forsyth. I had Ian Kinsler. Again, Erasmus struggles with righties. I could see some runs there. Um Rugnedador gets Tyler Walker. You like that okay?
0: Yeah, yeah it's yeah. not a bad one.
1: Pardon me, Taiwan Walker. Um, <laughs> and then uh Neil Walker gets Rysel Iglesias. And Rysel Iglesias has turned it on lately. We'll talk about him more when we get the pictures, but when he struggles, it's with lefties. So switch hitting Neil Walker should do fine against him. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah. Anybody else at second base?
0: That covers it for me.
1: Yeah. There, there's a lot of okay options, but nothing (laughs) great. Um, I love Logan Forsyth getting Matt Boyd. I think, I I think word might be out on him and he might be getting more popular. That's going
0: to be a popular one today, yeah. uh, just because there's not too many obvious alternatives. Yeah,
1: he'll, he'll be good, though. I like that. Uh, third base, what are you thinking?
0: Uh, Josh Donaldson's the easy one up against Henry mm-hmm. Owens. Uh, yep. Everyone's going to love that if they can forward him. Yep. Uh, also, going back to Matt Boyd, uh, Evan Longoria, uh, yep. one of the best lefty mashers in the league this year, despite a uh, overall disappointing line. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Excellent day to use him. Uh, he was useful yesterday against a lefty. Uh, looks like he'll be good today against Boyd.
1: Yeah, that's a those raised righties get some attention, and that's going to be a good one. I agree. Um, I had both of them at the top of my list. I, I agree with you there. Uh, Todd Frazier gets Francisco Liriano, and Todd Frazier likes it lefties, but not only is Francisco Liriano pretty good, but he has weird backward splits. So I'm not throwing a parade over that one. I'm not pumped about. You know, Frazier versus Luriano. He could be okay, though. It's, I don't know. It's worth mentioning. Um, but there are other options. Uh, Mike Mustakas gets Kyle Gibson. Also, I'm not as scared of it. I'm just I'm just not as excited. Would you agree?
0: Yeah. Uh, Moustakas is a guy who I want to use as a punt, and I always find something better.
1: Yeah. He wouldn't be crazy. Uh, he'd be okay. Okay. Uh, Matt Carpenter gets Jason Hamill. Jason Hamill like struggled uh, kind of recently. I don't know that he's awful. You know, it needs to be, like, jumped on. But uh, Matt Carpenter could totally do fine. Um, And then Matt Duffy gets Chase Anderson. And Matt Duffy hits righties just fine. And Chase Anderson, in the same way, is not wonderful. But I don't know. I, I get these weird, conflicted feelings <laughs> picking against Chase Anderson, especially as the guy we like so much. But he has admittedly cooled off. Duffy could do fine there. And then, um, just like I wrote down Brett Laurie, I have Danny Valencia against Scott Casimir. It's a good matchup against a lefty, but Scott is pretty good. So, right. I don't know. I, I start with Longoria and Donaldson, absolutely. If you can afford Donaldson, go nuts. Uh, Longori is a little sneakier. Anybody else for you at third base?
0: Uh, Derek Dietrich against Taylor Youngman. Okay, uh, I, yeah. I like Dietrich. He's been a, a solid contributor this season. Uh, they're talking about using him in a uh, Ben Zobrist type role in the future, uh, yeah. not as defensively uh, oriented as Zobrist, but uh, does have plenty of utility. Yep. And then uh, Hector Olivier, excuse me, Hector sure. Oliveira against Aaron Nola, uh, cost the minimum on DraftKings, which is two thousand. Uh, That's the only seems, real reason I'm looking at that.
1: That seems pretty low for a guy who has interest and potential.
0: Yeah, and he just hit a, I think it was a grand slam yesterday. Um, yeah, definitely his first home run.
1: Yeah, uh, so I don't know that he's gonna be nice. awesome, but he definitely has that intriguing talent. You know that mm-hmm. that don't really know what to expect from him. So, yeah, if he's that cheap, that's a that's an intriguing punt for sure. And like, it, it's against Aaron Nola, and I like Aaron Nola, but I don't like the Phillies bullpen. You know, yeah. if he only goes five or six innings, there could be some good at bats later in the game for him. Um, especially depending on on how they use it. Um, okay, how about shortstop? What are you thinking?
0: Uh pretty thin and tight group for me uh jose reyes against colin Ray, solid matchup uh, games in petco not really a, a power threat from reyes at all but mm-hmm. you know, he's always a you're looking for multiple hits and some stolen bases and uh depending on who the padres have as the backstop you might even have an opportunity
1: yeah absolutely that would be fine for him um uh, top of my list troy tulowitski yeah Henry Owens, you know Blue Jays again go back. If you can afford it, great, but it's going to be popular. So, um, who else do you like?
0: Don't mind Brandon Crawford against Chase Anderson mm-hmm. uh, again. Going back to uh, Chase Field, uh, usually I wouldn't pick so much on Chase Anderson. Uh, I don't have the same attachment to him as you, but I do think he's a solid pitcher. Yeah, uh, it's more to do with the day and what's available. Yeah. and this is one of the opportunities to pick a guy who's pitching in a hitter park. Uh, Decent lineup against him, Uh, good weather conditions for home runs. Uh, There's factors of rate against Anderson, and I think that's why I'm leaning on some eight Giants today.
1: Yeah, I would agree, for sure. Um, Do you like Gene Segura getting Adam Conley, righty on Uh, lefty?
0: You know, I can't bring myself to really care about Segura anymore. He's one of those guys who's going to have to get really hot to get back onto my radar. That's
1: fair. That's fair. He's been disappointing. He kind of broke onto the scene with that big season and then it's done yeah. not a lot since. Um, some speed, but not, it's not bankable. Um, Johnny Peralta earns his obligatory mention. He gets <laughs> Jason Hamill, who again, I think is a fine pitcher, but has been cool, cooling off lately. There's, there's points to be had. Um, any other shortstops for you?
0: Uh, my, the guy I mention every day, Eugenio Suarez, uh, yeah. up against Francisco Liriano. I can see uh, so that. It, it, it's not a great matchup at all. Uh, Suarez is relatively affordable. He's among, if not one of the best power plays as a shortstop. Mm-hmm. Uh, good park for him today, a great American ballpark. There's a chance for a home run. Uh, it, that's really all you're getting down to, and uh, Liriano's a tough opponent, but uh, you know, given your alternatives, which are not that many... Uh, you might have to take a risk
1: yep and then uh on to outfield usually a long list but i agree it's a pitcher heavy day so my list isn't huge uh where do you think you would go in the outfield Uh,
0: i like uh ryan braun and chris davis up against adam conley yes absolutely. those are two really obvious picks uh if the game was in milwaukee instead of miami it'd be even more obvious yeah Uh, as it is you're contending with a very large stadium uh for two power hitters.
1: They should be able to do fine, though, I would think.
0: And Braun, at least, is uh, just running bases like crazy lately, too. Yeah. Uh, He's up to 22 steals on the season, trying to get back to his uh, 30-30 level of years past.
1: Yeah, he's obviously not the same elite guy that we're used to, but he's, you know, performing like a top fantasy option, you know. There's no hesitation for me with Ryan Braun. Obviously, yeah. not a first round pick, but still pretty darn good. So, yeah, I like that, and I like them getting a lefty. Um, I have the Yankees lefties, Ellsbury and Gardner, are my favorite yep. ones. They get Kevin Gosman, you gotta be fine with that, right?
0: Oh, yeah, I even added Belcher onto my list. Uh, he's looked fine. The, the whole group, uh, you're, you're mostly looking for that short right field porch, uh, hoping for a home run album.
1: Mm hmm. And I would say it's possible with Gosman. who, I I mean, if he comes out and throws six scoreless, I won't be blown away. But I just, I don't know what to expect from him. And he he has not done that very often. So um, how about, would you ever, would you ever take a Met uh, specifically? I picked Curtis Granderson, getting uh, Jordan Zimmerman, who has not been that special this year.
0: Yeah, I would look at targeting Zimmerman today. Uh, He's one of the guys, I looked at a few Mets kind of, shook my head but they're they're right on the line for me yeah Uh, you can definitely go with the Mets stack and not feel too bad about it especially given the pitchers today right and it wouldn't be obvious
1: I don't think that many people will be taking it um how about I was looking for a Philly Odabel Herrera gets Ryan Weber maybe getting him in front of you know Ryan Howard that'd be okay right
0: yeah, Herrera's not bad. Uh, Aaron Althera, if he's in the lineup, he's not bad. Same with Darnell Sweeney. Yeah. Uh, I wouldn't feel as good about uh, Cody Ashey or Dominic Brown if they're in. But yeah. uh, the first three I mentioned, all upside plays, uh, very cheap, um, nice punts.
1: Yep. Um, who else you got?
0: Uh, like the, uh going back to Toronto, uh, Jose Batista and also Chris Colabella against uh, Henry Owens.
1: Okay, sure. I had Batista, I did not have Colabella, but you're right. He just simply keeps hitting lefties. I keep waiting for him to slow down, and he hasn't, you know, so he should make his way into not line up and do fine there. I would say so. Um did, did you have any Red Sox outfielders against Ari Dickey? I had Mookie Betts.
0: Yeah, I just listed Mookie Betts. Uh, being at the top of the lineup, he benefits from the lineup factors a little bit.
1: Yeah, could be okay. Don't love it, but could be just fine. Um, Another Tigers righty, J.D. Martinez, gets Erasmo. Mm-hmm. He prefers lefties, but again, Erasmo struggles with righties. So I could see that going okay as well, especially as he's been cooling off. Um, And then Jason Hayward gets Jason Hamill. You okay with that?
0: Yeah, I don't mind it. Uh, I-, I like the matchup for Carpenter a lot better uh, just a more reliable player in my opinion absolutely uh, so keeping that in mind uh you know maybe not going for a full stack against Hamill so much as just picking Carpenter on his own
1: Yep. and then I was looking for some d-backs lefties uh to get Tim Hudson and that's uh Ender Inciarte and David Peralta I like Peralta more for sure but I think they'd both be okay yeah mm-hmm. Tim Hudson's not very special right now
0: no, uh and he costs the most of the three, but I like A.J. Pollock even more, despite the lack of platoon advantage.
1: I could see that. Yeah, he, he's the best one, and he prefers lefties, but he, it's Tim Hudson. He's not very yeah. good. He'll be fine. Um Yeah, do you have any other outfielders?
0: Yeah, I have a few here. Uh, Rockies guys, uh, Carlos Gonzalez, Charlie Blackman, and then on DraftKings you could also take Ben Paulson, who's generally playing in the outfield now that Justin Marno's back. Mm-hmm. Uh, all up against Colin Ray. Uh, all have you know good lefty power uh, for who they are. Uh, yeah, Blackman's got speed. Uh, Petco Park is deceptively neutral for left-handed power, okay. so you don't have to worry so much about them uh, as much as righties. Uh, it seems like a solid matchup for them.
1: Yeah, they could do fine there. And like yeah. you said, that's a good note about the park being not as bad for them as you would think. I often worry about simply the change of scenery. They get mm-hmm. a little messed up going between course Field and other places. But uh, but yeah, it's Colin Ray. They should do fine. Um, who else you got?
0: Uh I got four solo guys, uh, to pick on, uh, to finish up. Uh, Brandon Geyer against Matt Boyd. Okay. Uh, tends to bat first or second against lefties. Um, mm-hmm. so nice matchup for him there. Uh, Gregory Polanco, um, Quite impressed with his midseason transformation. I like the way his swing looks these days. Uh, he's up against uh, Raiso Iglesias. That's a great American ballpark. Good place mm-hmm. for power. We talk about it all the time. Yep. Uh, there's Hiroto Para against Masahiro Tanaka. Another great power park. Uh, Yankee Stadium uh, for lefties. And then last name here, Aaron Hicks. Uh, a couple home runs in the last two games up against yep. Edison Volquez. It's
1: been looking good. Yeah, it's hard for me to be excited about Aaron Hicks, but he's been undeniably looking good. So, I can see that. And it's easy to not be excited about Edson Volkis. So, yeah. Okay, um, let's look at Pitcher. I tried to count earlier what I wrote down, and I believe my count is 16, guys. That I at least want to mention. Do you have anywhere near that many on your I list? I have
0: exactly 16 guys. Oh
1: boy. Alright. Let's
0: see where we disagree.
1: Alright. Um, I, even though I would pick, you know, Chris Davis against him starting from the top, uh, Masahiro Tanaka could certainly have success against the Orioles, right?
0: Mm hmm. Yeah, yeah, absolutely.
1: Yeah, he'll, he he wouldn't be crazy. One of the most expensive ones people will be on is Matt Harvey going to Washington. There's a lot of drama there about his innings, but there's <laughs> no reason he can't be successful in Washington, right?
0: Yeah, no. Uh, the only issue I think they're going to be more cognizant of those innings. Uh, if the mm-hmm. Mets get a big lead early on, he'll be pulled. If they fall in a hole, he'll be pulled. If yeah. he's got any kind of mounting pitch count, he'll be pulled. You know, yeah. there's a lot of ways that he doesn't get past five or six innings.
1: Yeah, ace potential, ace price, but you're right. There's a bit of a ceiling capped on there. Um, I like Aaron Nola getting uh, Atlanta. I think he has to look out for Freddie Freeman, and I suppose Hector Oliveira and should be fine uh it's a it's a mid pick you probably would only want to use it like as your second pick in DraftKings or whatever there's not a huge uh ceiling but I think he's pretty capable don't you
0: yeah absolutely Uh, I agree with that he looks like a nice second pitcher for DraftKings more so than a a primary guy especially uh there's a couple other cheap pitchers who look better if you're trying to go with the punt
1: yep um, and then I gotta mention Ricella Glacius, when he came up, he looked not great, but he has turned things around. He has three straight uh double digit strikeout games going. Yes. Thirty three strikeouts in his last three starts. So he's turned a corner and unfortunately he's turning a corner right as he's about to hit an innings limit, I think. I don't know how many more starts he has in him. But he gets Pittsburgh, who's a pretty average offense against righties. Um they're not bad, but they're also not that scary, so uh, if he's continuing the pitch this well, there's points to be had there. I don't know that it'll be shutout innings, but he's racking up strikeouts, and that means DFS points. You'd consider Rysel, right?
0: Absolutely, yes.
1: Yeah. Um, and then the flip slide also. I, a lot of these, like, are matchups against each other, which is a little yeah, intimidating. Yeah,
0: it, it is one of those days.
1: Yeah. Um, Francisco Luriano gets the Reds. He's carved them up before. They have a lot of lefty bats. He does well. Um, I don't know. He, he's always capable of a big game. You, you'd consider him too, sure.
0: Oh, yeah. He's uh, against the Reds. You know, they're not a, an impressive offense. They have their days where they click, but for the most part, a uh, team you can try to exploit and mm-hmm. uh, hope for the best. Uh, I I don't like where Liriano's price lines up against some of the other guys available. Uh, I, I feel safer picking mm-hmm. Cole Hamill's, for instance, who's 400 more on FanDuel, yeah. or even Carlos Carrasco, who's 400 less. All right. and they get
1: good matchups. They get the White Sox, yeah. and they get the Mariners. Like those are those are good matchups, you know. Exactly. I can see Liriano getting the Reds being a little scarier for sure. Um, I really like Taylor Youngman going to Miami. Not only the punch list, but it's a good park to pitch in. You'd be okay with that, right?
0: Yep, he's one of the guys I've listed. Uh, you just gotta go after Marlins these days. They don't have much at offense at all.
1: No, they're they're not scoring that much. Um, he could do fine. He's very competent. He's one of those not ace guys, but in a good matchup could pitch real well. Uh, he'll do fine. Um, I would consider him even in as your like main pitcher going to be a little sneaky. He's not an ace, but like I said, you, you can get those, those points from him. Um, Carlos Carrasco gets the White Sox. Like you said, I, he's back and the White Sox are not great. So uh, I could see good things there, except I would also maybe consider Carlos Rodon on the other yeah, side. Uh, definitely. Very inconsistent, but a uh, big, big ceiling. I mean, who are you worried about on the Indians to hit lefties?
0: Uh, he, that's that's the number one question why you want to think about using uh, Rodon. Michael Brantley, who's also a lefty, is probably the best guy.
1: Mm-hmm. I mean, Giovanni Urshela is the right-handed third baseman who's going to be yeah. like, I, you know, I don't know. There's not scary right-handed y- bats. Jan
0: Gomes traditionally, but yeah. not so much this year. <laughs> yeah,
1: once again, yeah, another, you know, catcher that hits right-handed that is not hitting lefties, you know. It's been a weird thing in catchers this year. Um So, yeah, if you want to go Rodon, his biggest enemy is not necessarily uh, bat in that lineup, but that he has to beat Carlos Carrasco and get right. some help. Um So I like both of them. Um, I know I dug on him earlier, but you could see Edinson Volquez having a game against the Twins, right? They just don't oh, yeah. hit righties that well.
0: Yep. Yeah. That's the first one you mentioned I didn't have on my list, but he could definitely yeah. do well today. There's I, several guys like that.
1: I've never been a Volquez guy. I've never been excited about it. Only in DFS can I look at a matchup and go, yeah, maybe. Problem is, he just doesn't strike people out. Um, or it doesn't get enough Ks to really make me interested. I would rather right. have a guy like Rodon who has a chance at nine, ten strikeouts, because Volquez is probably not going to do that. You know, I, I tend to want a guy that could maybe hit, you know, double-digit strikeouts, um, at least for my my main DFS pitcher. Um, Michael Walker gets the Cubs. The Cubs are not bad, but there's strikeouts to be had for him there, wouldn't you say?
0: Yeah, uh, he's good enough to. Go after the Cubs, especially their strikeout ways. Mm-hmm. Uh, could be a, a good day for him. Uh, yep. He t- he tends to. I've tried to use him a bunch of times this year in DFS, and he always leaves me dissatisfied. Yeah. And it w- what happens every time I own him is he just like runs right through five innings, no problem. Yeah. And then all of a sudden he's getting hit a little bit, and his fourteen points turn into eight or nine points and yeah. maybe he gets a win and that's the end of the day.
1: Yep. And not a ton of strikeouts from him either. You right. know. Might be one of those a little bit better in real life than fantasy pitchers. Um Clayton Kershaw, there's nothing to say. He gets the Angels. <laughs> uh they have some good right handed bats, but it's Clayton Kershaw. There's he'll be fine. You know, how how many matchups for Clayton Kershaw would you like think twice about? Like if you like went his? to Toronto, yeah. That's they, it. They match it. What if you were going to Colorado? Don't care.
0: I've used them in Colorado. Yeah, yeah. It's... Uh, DraftKings at least actually adjusts his price to affect or to incorporate that, so I don't mm-hmm. have a problem using them there.
1: Yeah, he goes to the Angels. It's not a great matchup, but he it doesn't matter. He'll be fine. Um, I do consider the opposite one as a fade, though. Andrew Heaney against the Dodgers. Would you ever go there?
0: I- I'd think about it. Uh, of the number of rookies that are available today Heaney's pretty low on my list Mm -hmm. uh, just because he is up against kershaw uh you have to be purposely building a fate lineup if you're gonna go with him.
1: yeah which i i don't think's crazy i think again the hardest thing for heaney is that he's opposite kershaw so the win might be hard to come by but i think he's a competent pitcher could do okay there um, I mentioned, you know, some Oakland righties that can hit Scott Casimir, but the truth is, he's also, he's not Kershaw level, obviously, but he's good enough to make his own, uh, good matchup there, wouldn't you say?
0: Yeah, I don't think I'm too concerned about the A's. Uh, Valencia is really the only one I referenced, uh, just because he bats cleanup more so than the, the specific matchup. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, it seems like a good day for Casimir. I'm going to be using him in a couple of my leagues, uh, even a points format where I need every marginal point possible. Yeah. Uh, so I feel good about that one.
1: Once again, his problem might be, uh, his opposing pitcher is Sonny Gray, getting the Astros. Yes. And getting the Astros, who are fine, you know, uh, fine team. They hit better at home and they're on the road. They're going to Oakland. They also, uh, are full of strikeouts, as we know. So Sonny Gray could be in for a big day also. Mm-hmm. Um, two more to answer me. You have Cole Hamels going to Seattle. I think that's safe. I think that's fine. He needs to look out for Nelson Cruz to take him deep. And as long as he can avoid that, he would do just fine. There aren't that many scary right-handed bats. Mark Trumbo, I guess, could run into one, but whatever. Don't, don't change your matchup just because of, uh, of Mark Trumbo. (laughs) <laughs> um, and then last name, I don't love this guy, but Matt picked him for Field of Streams, taking John Gray going to San Diego. Uh, would you ever consider taking a look at, you know, John Gray, uh, away from Coors Field like this?
0: Yes, definitely. Uh, probably one of the top rookie pitchers, uh, to go with today. He's the cheapest pitcher on FanDuel, and I would say he's maybe like 10 to 12th best. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you're looking at a ton of value on him. Uh, you're, probably not looking at a huge ceiling uh he's slightly limited and you know how deep he's gonna go into the game mm-hmm. uh, there's volatility to consider uh but if you're for Fandle, he costs 4900 uh you're looking at probably a 7500 pitcher quality wise uh, so definitely worth considering a uh, good way to fit your blue jays into a lineup today yeah
1: Yep, I could see that as your, your second pick or your cheaper option for sure. Uh, it's a good place to go and the Padres are not very scary at this point in the season. Um, who else do you have a pitcher? I did my long rundown. I kind of hogged it. Uh, who'd you have that I
0: missed? <laughs> uh, no, I like that you did it that way. Uh, have two more names. Uh... Jordan Zimmerman, who we talked about as someone you could go after today, mm-hmm. he could also do just fine against the Mets. Uh, yeah, kind of, kind of an Edison Volquez type pick. Uh, just uh, a guy who's not terribly exciting, doesn't strike out really enough guys to draw my attention most days, mm-hmm. uh, but can have his good days too. Yep. And then uh, similar profile is uh, Jason Hamill. Uh, same kind of situation yep. could have a decent game against the Cardinals. It's not an easy matchup. It's not terribly difficult. Mm-hmm. Uh, could work out in his favor
1: yep and it's good to look for not obvious guys on days like this because i think everybody's gonna go harvey and kershaw and sunny gray and casimir and whatnot and it's like yeah if you pick somebody like you know jason hamill he's not gonna be that popular and there could be points there for sure yep. uh, it's not even a full fade because he's actually you know pretty competent so uh yeah i think that would go fine um anybody else for you on this big old slate before we get out of here
0: I think that pretty much covers it.
1: All right. Well, Brad is on Twitter at Baseball A-Team, and he writes just about everywhere on the Internet about fantasy baseball <laughs> and DFS. It's a good follow for sure. Um, I'm on Twitter at HigginsFOS, and we all like to hear uh, from you guys what you're thinking of the show. Uh, if you're checking out stuff um, on our new iTunes page, we've been getting good feedback there. We appreciate that. Um, yeah. That should do it for us. I'll be back tomorrow with a special guest. Matt is out of town. I did find a, a Matt replacement in one way or another. Uh, and we'll be back uh, on Wednesday with that. And then Brad will be back Thursday. We're here Monday to Friday uh, every week. So good luck on your stacks, and we'll talk to you tomorrow.
0: Thank you for listening to the Field streams